We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. Uh, my name is Rob Capello. I'm a Chief Strategy Officer at Valmedi Group. Today, we welcome Gareth Brown to Business Matters. Gareth, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Rob. No problem. First one of the year for us. So you're the first guest for 2023. Oh, that's very cool. <laughs> so Gareth is the co-owner and director of operations at Lakeside EcoSport in Kelowna. Um, I was looking at the website, and it looks like it's a whole lot of fun, so I'm interested in getting into this. So um, before we kind of get started, I'd love for people that haven't heard of Lakeside EcoSport, tell us, what is it? What is it all about? Okay, so Lakeside EcoSports is um, a tours and activities provider based in downtown Kelowna um, with an ethos to provide sustainable tourism um, activities to, to visitors and, and locals alike. That's really awesome. a kind of a summary of, of who we are. Awesome. So I assume uh, by the accent, Okanagan wasn't always home. So where's no, home for you? Where's no, home for you? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm from Wales. Uh, my wife okay. is from Mexico, um, which sounds like, uh, how did that happen? Um, <laughs> we were both working in the cruise industry with, uh, with Royal Caribbean. And um, I was based on one of their private islands in Haiti at the time. And my wife was working on board the vessels coming in every two weeks and bringing, you know, five to 7,000 cruise passengers into the island on a weekly, on a biweekly basis. Wow. And, um, and I would be responsible to deliver the, the tours and activities experience. And my yeah. wife was responsible for selling the activities to the cruise line passengers while they're on board before they arrive to the island. Um, so that's how a Welshman and a Mexican met. <laughs> it sounds like the beginning of a great joke, no? There you go. Interesting. <laughs> so what uh, what brought you what brought you to to the Okanagan then? Well, um, we we had we were both working out like I said within the cruise industry with Royal, yeah. and uh, we decided what we wanted you know as a, as a couple to um, give life on land a shot. So we both um, resigned our positions with the cruise line. We ended up in Dubai, which is a great place for, for tourism, working with um, you know, land-based companies within the tourism sector. And I was actually working for a global company as a cruise um, business development um, manager. Um, my wife was working for a global online travel agent. And so we got a glimpse of tourism um, from slightly different angles and, and different approaches, which was really good learning and, and very interesting. And to look at the cruise industry from outside the cruise industry back in was, was also right. a very nice perspective to gain. So um, we were in Dubai and we were we had a very wonderful life there. Dubai is an incredible city. Mm. We very much enjoyed it. Uh, but then we, we got lured back into the cruise industry with um, a European cruise company that were opening up their own private island in the Bahamas, which is a very nice story. It was um, an old aragonite sand mining facility that was an industrial island, and the intent was to develop it into a cruise port destination. You can imagine the work that would be involved in that process. Yeah, um, we we were based uh, out of 
Fort Lauderdale. My commute was a 15 minute uh, seaplane flight, wheels up, <laughs> wheels up and, uh, and wheels down 15 minutes. And um, but the, the 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 island development was in, was incredible. They really mm. did a great job of um, of turning it into this world class cruise destination. And you know they did these uh, overhead um, scan searching for metal objects underneath the sand, and um, they would find one piece of heavy machinery buried under the sand, and it would be a, a huge extrication to remove it, only to find underneath it was another one. And then there will be contamination. And so there was a lot of processes involved in, in creating this, you know, beautiful paradise island. And um, my, my responsibility there as the revenue director was to curate a portfolio of sustainable, um, eco-friendly tours that sat right. within the ethos of the, of the, the island, which was a, a marine reserve. Um, right. And that was a an amazing journey of discovery to to really define what where the market was with sustainable renewable energy based tourism products, and um, you know we once we were, once we went down that rabbit hole we flew all over the world <laughs> things that weren't quite ready yet that maybe would be ready by the time we opened or things that would be you know coming right. soon and it's such an exciting space to be to be working within um, that then you know we opened the island on December I want to say December the eighth. And then, um, you know, we had maybe 12 ship calls and then the island closed down because of COVID mm, uh, mm. and everybody lost their jobs. The island yeah, went yeah. caretaker mode and, uh, and you know, life changed as we know it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And here we are today. So, you know, when we went down that rabbit hole and we discovered all of these products, we really enjoyed what they, what they brought to the market, to the tourism market. And, um, you know, it's, it's a personal thing for us. We're very um, sustainable focused mm. people in general, both vegetarians. We like to do what we can to, um, right. to, not, to not leave a footprint on planet yep. Earth and, and preservation of resources. So that, that's the way we like to live our lives. And this sat really perfectly within our, mm. personal, um, our personal ethos. So um, we, we kind of looked for... Where are we going to do this? Where where do we want to live? It was really nice to start with a clean sheet of paper. We right, were right. locked down in Mexico, mm. much worse places to be locked down. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we we kind of went through a whole process of asking ourselves really good questions as to where's where's right for us as as human beings. You know, where do we love? Yeah. Where, what do we love to do? We really missed the seasons when we were in Dubai. You know, seasons got uh, Dubai's got two seasons: hot, hot, and hotter. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we we really wanted to get you know a, a, a good spring summer fall winter right. environment and um, and then you know when we looked at the um, you know the the governmental approach to sustainability, right. Canada kind of you know aligned with us mm. in many senses, BC even more so. So we kind of looked then you know deep dived into BC and we came to um, to Surrey. We stayed in Surrey for a few okay. months. Right at the beginning, we wanted to be kind of. We knew we were going to be this area of BC. We right, weren't right. Exactly sure where at the time. So we said, okay, we'll land in Surrey. We'll do a bit of recon. We'll do some day trips out, some weekends away, and go and have a look around. Um, and then you know, discovered Kelowna from talking Kelowna. to some locals. Mm-hmm. And and uh, when we found that Kelowna had this, you know, what I would consider a, a gargantuan lake, um, which is perfect for our water sports arm, which is yep. coming soon. Um, it's got all of these biking trails and it's got a ski hill. It kind of takes right. all the boxes all for the provision boxes, of yeah. these different products that we wanted to bring to market. So that's the kind of 
the journey that brought us here. Interesting. So how did, so there's a lot to unpack there. So you have a, a, a tourism hospitality background, so that ties really well, but how did, how, how did you make the connection from like, were you guys sitting at home one day and say, we're going to start a business? Like where, where did that inspiration come from to actually say, because moving is one thing, starting your own business is another thing. So where did that inspiration and idea come from? Well, I think there wasn't, we, you know, we, we, there wasn't companies out there that were doing mm. just focusing on pure sustainable products. You know, there was always um, a motorized element or, right. um, you know, so we, we really thought that the best way to, for us to, to, to do this would be to create our own um, company that would really focus in this direction. Um, yeah. So it was, it was just, um, I think after all of the years experience of working with, mm. with other companies, it was just the right, the right time for us to do something for ourselves. Um, and yeah, who we are today. Is your wife involved in the business too then? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Find she both does. of you out there. Sorry. <laughs> Find both of you out there with, with the, with the, the guests. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And she, you know, she's got a, a lot of background from this kind of global online travel agent, right. um, which is really a, a really important part, um, a really important space for us as a, as a new business. Um, you know, so the likes of Viator, TripAdvisor, Airbnb, Get Your Guide, all of these kind of global players in the marketplace that um, de-risk a marketing budget, I would right. say, is the right. best way to put it. Because, okay, you have a payaway against any sales that come from those channels, right. but only when you get a book in. So you've got some revenue coming in and yeah. Right. It, it's a it's a high it's a high payaway back to the as a commission back to the platform, but risk free. You know you don't have right. to speculate and 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 see if you're going to get anything biting against the campaign that you have to pay for. Interesting. So you mentioned you're located downtown. Where whereabouts are you guys located? So um, last season we we partnered with the Prestige Beach House on the corner of Abbott and Harvey. A really great location for us and and a really good partner um, to work with. Um, and so we have a, a little pop-up that's right outside their front doors. So obviously for their hotel guests, it's a real convenience piece and a great meeting point for us to be able to meet our global trade um, bookings to mm -hmm. be able to, to deliver and execute product from there. So yeah, we're, we're, we're at the Prestige Beach House again this year. Um, and yeah. hopefully that's going to be a long-term relationship. We really like the, the, the Prestige as a brand. I love this kind of... Um, you know, again, part of our ethos is to purchase locally where we can. Mm. Um, so, you know, if we can be partnered with a local brand of hotels and help enrich their uh, customer experience, then then I think that that um, ticks a few boxes for us also. So when did you guys actually open? When was uh, this past uh, year? June the 21st was, was okay. opening day. Um, so we did the um, we did the summer season, which actually went a lot longer than we expected. <laughs> we thought we'd be kind of done by you know mid September to end of September, and and we just kept going and kept going until actually we we still had bookings on October the thirty first, um, which was great. Um, and then we took a brief pause and and you know came up for a little air after that summer season, and um, with it in mind that you know we were gonna. Um, look for an opportunity for our winter products. And, and I want to talk a little bit quickly about the 
the partner that we found for the the products that we've mm. got currently in market. Absolutely. Um, again, to, in, with that whole buy local, once we realized right. that you know BC was going to be it, we did we did some research and to see, you know, who was um, who was in the the e mobility space in right. British Columbia. And um, and we stumbled across a company called Envo, which is a Burnaby-based engineering company that engineer um, engineer e-bikes, and that their their fleet is is absolutely beautiful. They're very innovative. They stay right on the on the kind of cutting cutting edge of of the tech side of things. And um, so we we had a meeting with them in in Burnaby, and and uh, went around their workshop and and saw all of these kind of products. That were sitting in the background, not necessarily in the showroom, but just in development stage. And right. we saw the snow bikes um, and realized that this would be a, a real great opportunity for us to have not only a seasonal business that just trades through the spring, summer, fall, but also bridge that gap during the winter period as well. Um, so, yeah, we partnered with Envo. They provided us with the e-bike fleet that we used this year. And uh, one of our products, we did an e-bike wine tour which actually became our, our top product for the season. Working with some local wineries um, on the Southeast Wine Trail. So we were, we were working mm. with, um, we still are working with um, Sperling Vineyards with Priest Creek uh, Family Estate and Meadow Vista Honey Wines. Right. And um, that experience would be a self-guided experience through an app called Wish Trip. We have an enterprise account with them and we can curate and create custom routes and then within those routes we can place points of interest and then add additional enriching content to be able to um, not only guide people but give them some element of education around the, the area that they're experiencing uh, which is definitely the approach that we enjoy we want we want to tell people stories so they can go home and tell their own stories so um one of the wineries, Meadow Vista, we we were kind of talking with them about the whole uh, snow biking thing we were just looking right. for a venue for this and uh, they said, well, we've got five and a half acres of, of uh, farmland at the, back of our, at the back of our winery. How about that? And we're like, ooh. So we, we did a little recon and, and found a great little route that we could uh, set people to experience the snow bikes. And, um, and that's where we are now. We're just, we're just opening this week with the snow bikes. That, that is awesome. So I'm, cur um, I'm curious, do you offer uh, shuttle services as well? Or do you partner with anybody if you want to <laughs> shuttle somewhere, e-bike, and then... Shut we don't as yet. We don't okay. as yet. Um, yeah. So so it's kind of make your own way. And we figured that because this is mainly likely going to reach out to the local market more so mm -hmm. than visiting tourists who are like right, right, right. You know, heading straight up to ski hills and right. You know, fair enough. They, they've got their their journey in mind and not necessarily knocking around downtown for too long. That um, the locals for a fifteen minute drive from downtown wouldn't have a problem with with self driving themselves over there. Fair enough. And I'm assuming I could book my whole adventure tour all online. Yeah. Yeah. So I can build my tour online and just show up and off I go. Yeah, we we have a, a, a reservation system that, you know, is the inventory is managed so that we've got these global OTAs that are all selling from the same inventory. So we can't over overbook. And um, right. yeah, once you book, you get the booking confirmation with uh, details of the meeting point, what to bring, what to wear. And um, and then the whole Meadow Vista connection is is really quite interesting because rather than just driving 15 minutes to do one hour of snow biking and, right. and you're done, um, is that you do the snow biking for an hour on on a lap track, which has been groomed and you know prepared and marked, 
And then you finish up with us and we hand you over to the food and beverage team at Meadow Vista. Uh, and you do, cool. you do wine tastings. They've got their, um, their beautiful uh, spiced honey wine, which is going to give you a nice warm up after the snow biking. You're going to do an Okanagan charcuterie, which is true farm to table um, dining, uh, but in a, in a charcuterie box style. And then um, honey tastings and s'mores over over hot charcoal. So they have this whole warm up Amazing. at the end of the, the snow biking, which we think is a really nice, a really nice combination to put to market. That's amazing. So do you have any bookings already? You said you're starting this week. You already we have do. three bookings. We yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we do. We And we had some gift cards um, specifically mm. for this product sell over the Christmas period. So we're looking forward to seeing those actually activate the, the cards and, and come and visit us. That's awesome. So I'm curious, what can you explain what a what a snow bike would look e-bike would look like? Like so right. does, so does one, it have one of one of the Envo products is called the Envo Flex, and it's flex okay. because the frame essentially stays the same, but you can change the drivetrain. Um and uh and so we have the Envo Flex fitted with a cat track on the back and a ski on the front. So it's like a little, a little kind of you know, kid-sized snowboard really on the front of the bike. And um but it's still the same tech as a, as an e-bike. So it, you right. know, it has pedal assist. So as you start pedaling, the sensor realizes that you're wanting propulsion and, and the, the pedal assist kicks in at to whatever level you've preset it at. And there's five levels on these bikes. Okay. And then in addition to that, you have a little throttle on the thumb, um, which, you know, you don't necessarily have to pedal if you don't want to. Uh, the same as an e-bike, you know, we, we yeah, introduce yeah. all these features um, to our customers from the e-biking and, um, you know, people enjoy the pedaling, but also, you know, there's a lot of people that enjoy just having that kind of cruise control element. 100%. And, yeah. And and we had some, sorry to jump over to this a second, but no, we had some okay. interesting um, customers over the summertime that, you know, the enablement um, perspective of the e-mobility mm. really shone through where, you know, we have people with um, yeah. recent operations or their health yeah. didn't allow them to, to <clears> cycle. <throat> Um, anymore they had to kind of you know stop that activity and we got them on an e-bike and um and it completely changed the way that they looked at biking and in fact they went Mm -hmm. home and purchased their own e-bike so (laughs) i had emails from people saying you know thank you so much we've we've now discovered that we can continue biking and you know when they see those hills instead of having to power up them they can just Mm -hmm. you know push the throttle a little bit and power up so that is something we really enjoy is to, to reopen in the the um the biking market over to people that n- maybe necessarily weren't, weren't able to do it anymore. Interesting. So you mentioned uh, one of the popular tours was through the wineries. What else yeah. did you guys do through the summer? What other what other tours or activities did you see people were 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 loving? Yeah, we had we had we did um you know two hour four hour eight hour rentals mm. and um and then within those rentals we had a selection of routes within our wish trip okay. uh, enterprise app. And um, so people could select right there at, at rental point. We would kind of go through the the features and benefits from all these different routes and what they were going to get to see, and really sold the destination to the people, to the customers. And um, and uh, you know we did Knox Mountain. We even had people to go in from downtown uh, all the way over to the um, to the rail trail to 
to Myra Canyon. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, which was, I mean, that was no mean feat. That was uh, definitely <laughs> the faint-hearted, that that trek. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's doable on an e-bike. That's the good thing. Yeah. Um, so that was, you know, that was our kind of core product. And then we built upon that. And the first one was the, the wine tour, which gave people more of a purpose to use a bike as the method of transportation between the wineries rather, rather than, um, you know, sitting in a, a in a minivan. Um, and and it, it got it got to the point where um, the reviews that we were getting for this product were were incredible, um, um, and we weren't really you know um, pushing people to leave reviews. Right. We were you know we obviously were, were mentioning that they can if they want, and, and we got some phenomenal reviews and and the the kind of comments that people were writing really inspired us that that this is the right direction to go, and then we introduced. Actually, we introduced a product that was the e-bike salmon adventure, and it was all about the um, the Kogany salmon run. And um, it was our first kind of real sustainability piece where we were giving back to the community. So we were really excited about it. The challenge with that one was um, was the timing of it all is because you know there's just no schedule for the for the right. salmon to start right. running. So you can't really put it up on these um, booking platforms with a long booking window because window, you just don't know yeah. when they're going to run so we were just kind of on a daily basis waiting for you know indication that that, that spawning process had started and um and then once it had you know you've got a month to try and gather as many bookings as you can for that product okay. <laughs> and then it's and then it's all over and, and actually it was it was kind of you know three weeks and it was done um but now we've got a better indication of of the timings and and the length so we've we've left that one up with that kind of safe point in the middle for two weeks so we can gather some people to do that product next season um and the nice one about that is that there was an educational piece where along the, at the stops or the, what we call the stations right. when they stopped at the stations there was video content telling people about the the breeding cycle and you know what was happening with the salmon and um yeah everybody that did that all really enjoyed the the commentary side of things and we're really going to build upon that next season and and introduce more tours like that where people have the ability if they want to right. press play on audio content and deliver some you know enriching information i love the the marriage between the two like if you want to take a bike and just go go ahead but if you want something a little bit like i love the idea of the middle best middle vesta where you get to stop and taste the wine and charcuterie and you get to experience as well so given that were you finding that most of your audiences, you mentioned locals in the summer, did you see a lot more tourists, obviously, and then yeah. maybe off season, you're more of a local, uh, you're going to see a lot more locals coming in? Yeah, I mean, this is our first off season, our first right, right, um, snow right. bike in. So, you know, we've definitely had some um, uh, international or albeit right. domestic tourist um, interest in the snow bikes. Um, but in my mind, this this sits right with the local population that maybe are looking for something different to do. You know that, that right. it's it's easy for them to come over and and um, you know a fifteen minute drive gets them trying something completely new, which which we like. Um, internationally wise, yeah, we had a lot of um, a lot of Dutch and a lot of Germans last year, mm. which was great. Mm. In fact, um, and a lot of Americans, obviously. Um, but our second most popular nationality was um equally dutch and american interesting mm -hmm. that's very interesting you know i mean <laughs> people from holland they're, they're on bikes 
from all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I guess they're, they're seeking out the <laughs> biking market when they arrive in destination. There's so many amazing places to, to ride bikes around um, around Kelowna and the Okanagan that, you know, it makes sense that that the Dutch people would, would choose the Okanagan to, to visit. And a lot of people were on tour. They were doing the whole, you know, running up to Calgary next. Or right, coming, Calgary right. Coming down to us. So we got a lot of also domestic Canadians. So that would be people from Vancouver and Calgary were our, our um, that was our top nationality last year was the domestic tourists. And that was one of the reasons that we felt, um, again, going back to why we chose um, Kelowna is the strong domestic tourist market that, you know, hopefully it doesn't ever happen again, but should anything happen with another kind of pandemic right. spout, that you've still got that um, that market available to be able to travel within their own country with no restrictions. Interesting. So how was your, you, you launched in June, uh, was it a successful first business year for lack of a better word? I know it's not even a full year, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, it was strange actually, because we opened what we thought was late. Um, and, and I think obviously because of our infancy at this time, you know, we were quieter than we expected for the first couple of weeks. And it took us a little while to rev up. Yep. Um, and then, you know, we, we had what would be a fantastic back end of the season. Um, I think what that's done is created a really strong platform for us to right. launch from for the, for the upcoming summer. Yeah. So I think right. the proof is going to be in the pudding this summer. Um, where you know we're well positioned on review platforms like TripAdvisor, right. and, um, our global trade accounts are mature enough to be able to get some good exposure. That I think is going to be a completely different ballgame. And the the snow bikes that we have will convert to e bikes, <coughs> so uh, we'll, okay. we'll expand our fleet with the flex, add a few more in, so we're going to double our fleet size of uh, e bikes this year. Add in some new products in. Um, some some new combos working with partners like uh, like Axe Monkey um, and uh, and some new trails and treks within the rentals side of things. Um, so yeah, there's there's lots going on for a, what what should be um, and hopefully is a, a a very strong summer spring summer. Yeah, that's exciting. And, and then we have our you... water sports. I'm sorry, Rob. I was going to mention that. I was just saying, I love that you're you're looking at really being. Uh, four seasons, right? So a lot of um, companies will focus on the summer months and then we don't hear about from them until the summer months, but you're really trying to expand, including, I was going to mention, I know you mentioned earlier in a conversation, water sports, and I was going to segue into that. What's that going to look like? What What is that uh, yeah. going to look I mean, like for 2023? This is where we really, um, from the from the island in the Bahamas, the research that we did there for sustainable tourism was was very much focused on what sports. The island we were on was one mile by a quarter mm. of a mile, so it was a very small footprint. And when you got five thousand cruise guests on there, right. there was much room to be able to do anything land based. And you know the pathways were being used by um, pedestrians, and you didn't necessarily want to put too much um, extra burden on on those small. Yeah um so small roads but um so the water sports obviously being in the bahamas the water's crystal clear so we really went went deep into what water sports were out there on the renewable energy side of things and this is where we introduced some very cool products sure. um i i don't want to i don't want to talk too much about that's fine <laughs> so we're going to put into market because that's kind of top secret but there's some very interesting stuff coming out and you know as time progresses um these products are going to 
lower in cost a little bit because they're very right. expensive at the moment. Right. The batteries, um, the technology behind the batteries means you're going to get more um, distance per charge or more time per charge. Um, solar power is definitely coming into play on some right. products and some products that we're looking at for the water sports side of things. Um, we're still looking for a location for our water sports. We're, we're hopefully going to um, figure that out over the next couple of months. But once we find that location, we think we've got some very, very interesting products. Um, one of them, I will tell you, it's um, there's going to be a, it's, a, it's a boat of some nature, but it's a tour of Lake Okanagan delivering content while they're touring Ooh. through that same map. So we're going to tell stories about the lake. And I think there's a lot of fascinating stories that you can Ooh. tell about the lake to give people some kind of insight as to, you know, how important the lake was for, um, you know, historically through right. history or through agriculture and um, and tourism. And uh, the flora and the fauna, obviously, the birds, the what, the wildlife, the the the, fit, the marine life species. And then, you know, of course, we can put people right in the middle of the lake when they feel really small and tell them the legend of Ogopogo. Ogopogo. So we want to we want to kind of bring this storytelling into into the lake. And that one of our products is definitely focused around that. Well, we're going to have to get you back and talk about the water. Yes, that would be great. Yeah. Um, I mentioned to you, we're going to take a little bit of a, a little bit of a term where we do a thing called, would you rather I have 10 questions? I'm going to ask you to just fun questions to get to know you a little bit. So uh, we're going to go through that. And then I have a, a couple more questions we're going to end with. So okay. um, here we go. So it's a snow day. Would you rather stay in during a snow day? Or are you outside building a fort? Outside building snow? a fort for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, would you rather star in a Star Wars movie or a Marvel movie? Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars, okay. <laughs> uh, would you rather read the book or watch the movie? Mm. Are you a reader? Or... I, think, I, think, I think I'd like to read the book then watch the movie. Oh, I like it. I like that. Um, if you had a choice, would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? Personal maid, for sure. I, I love cooking. I was going to say, do you like cooking? <laughs> it's good. Um, would you rather travel the world for free for a year or would you rather have $100,000 to spend however you want? I traveled the world for free for six years when I was working in the cruise industry. I'll take the, I'll take the money. I'll yeah, take the money. Buy some new you're, toys for our customers. You have an advantage that you've already done it. <laughs> um, would you rather someone see all the photos in your phone or see all your text messages? Either nothing to hide. Okay, you got some. I'm assuming you must have some amazing photos for what you do. So, um, yeah. if you had to choose, would you rather have seven fingers or seven toes? Seven fingers, an extra finger or extra couple fingers to help yeah. out. Uh, you're gonna. You have to give up one. Would you give up coffee or wine? <laughs> but but all of alcohol is okay. Yeah. <laughs> wine can go. Uh, it's a tough one in the Okanagan. Maybe the wine stays. I don't know. It's Friday night. Would you rather go out for dinner or are you are staying in and ordering? I like to go out for dinner. Do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite place in Kelowna that you've discovered that you just you guys love? Um, Frankie, we salute you. Absolutely mm. mind-blowing food. Love it. We do too. It's actually close to our office. We love it. Last one. Uh, would you rather only be able to use a fork for the rest of your life and no spoon or use a spoon and or no fork? You got to pick one or the other. <laughs> uh, I'll go with a spoon. Spoon? Yeah. Love it. I'm gonna, I want to see your spaghetti with a spoon. <laughs> that's true <laughs> put on a bib and go to town <laughs> awesome well thanks for playing along so i'm curious 
uh, last question is what's the future have in store? I know you have some, uh, I know it's early for you, for sure. I get it. You only launched in June. You got some really cool activities that are coming, some that you can't talk about yet, but what's the vision? Are, are you hoping, you know, are, are we going to find you in Penticton and Asoyas and Vernon one year? Is that where the goal is? Or you're like, Rob, just let us get through 12 months yeah. first. We're, we're still, <laughs> we're still in our, in our juvenile stages. Um, we've got a lot of directions we could go in. Um, I'd like to see Lakeside Eco Sports um, developing a, a product portfolio that allows us to reinvest in the creation of the energy that we use to charge the renewable energy devices. Um, so that's definitely something that we want to explore. We're not in the position to be able to do that yet, um, but definitely that would be high up on our priority list so that we can start, you know, becoming um, not only carbon neutral, but but carbon negative would be would be our goal. Um, and to work with the local communities and, and you know, get people out there, get people active, um, educate them on, on the sustainable, uh, you know, sec the, the sustainable options that they have, not only for um, entertainment, for, but for general mobility. Interesting. Yeah. So you still, like you said, I, it's, it's probably tough to think about what you're going to do in five years when you're not even through your first 12 months yet. But it sounds like you got lots of exciting that the, the um, partnership uh, with Metal Vista through the winter sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, and looking forward to all the water sports too, because obviously we live by a big lake. So everyone loves to get onto the water whenever possible. So, right. Yeah, definitely exciting. Well, Gareth, thank you so much for joining us today. I uh, love the journey and love the story and how you got you two met and how you made it to the Okanagan. I think that's that's great. I know some things uh, not all good came out of the pandemic, but this is one of the good stories. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, that brought you here and and love what you guys are doing and you know hopefully get you back in the future and talk about all the wonderful activities and new activities and sports you guys have got going on. That'd be a pleasure. And thanks so much for having me. No problem, Gary. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Everyone else, have a great rest of your day and thank you for tuning into Business Matters. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.